Hello ladies and gentlemen of YouTube, the people that uh, didn't manage to catch this live, which is many of you. How big of an ego would I have? I would just assume that you guys would be able to just show up when I make these spontaneous uh, uh, the podcast episodes. I just wanted to make sure to start, you know? Everyone always says, yo, I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to talk about plants and how you water them. And then they just never do, you know? And I think you just got to start, keep going with it and... You know, it is what it is, you know. My schedule is is a, I want to say it's a mess, but it's not necessarily a mess. It's just a, my, my schedule has no time slots in it. So it is difficult to find time. Today I found time. We have begun practice over here at Fanatic, you know. It's been really, really good to meet all of them, uh, you know, all of them as in, the, the whole team, uh, sadly, Pete had uh, or still has COVID. I'm sure he's going to be all right. You know, part of me is hoping that this Omicron version is just going to, you know, infect us all and grant us immunity, you know. But a part of me is also worried, you know, I played that game called uh, Pandemic, you know. that That's how you win the game, you know. You just make a version of the disease that spreads easier. Uh, yeah, I probably shouldn't talk about this. I'm gonna get demonetized and maybe kicked off Twitter, <laughs> kicked off YouTube. Obviously, I'm just joking. Um, I hope uh, the world returns back to normal. You know, uh, like a lot of people said, you know, that most likely we're going to go through uh, our entire lifetime, each and one of us having COVID at one point. So, uh, you know, at least the information seems to be showing that uh, Omicron is uh, chilling a little bit. So, hopefully, everything is going to be all right. But uh, enough on things that are outside of our control i was talking about our teammates the players you know i've i'm having a lot of fun with the guys you know they are still warming up to each other you know uh, we are still breaking the ice you know they are you know beginning to show their feet a little bit and uh, you know it's uh, it's it's sweet you know it feels good to be able to really apply a lot of the things that I've learned over uh, the last years and to, you know, start over and to really, really implement them. Uh, that feels really, really nice. I think um, the additions that we've made, you know, this was, you know, in, in off-season, it's so difficult always uh, to imagine how things play out because you need to also hedge yourself against any potential risk that might come with a player wanting to sign somewhere else, right? And that is so, so important. And with how everything played out, everything ended up in our favor, you know? Like, I'm, I'm so happy we are getting to work with Wunder, you know? Uh, he was uh, our uh, top priority. Uh, he, Humanoid is an absolute monster. Just watching him in scrims makes me super excited for the potential of the team. Yeah, you know, a key thing to, to note is that we did very little practicing in December and November and a lot of the other teams boot camped and spent time together. Uh, we just, uh, you know, figured out our contract situation with the players very late and all of them had, you know, uh, a, a lot of the players had a personal, you know, they had personal plans uh, during this time and I don't mind, you know, I, I don't believe what you do in December and November defines your season. I think that it could define your season in a negative way if you manage to, you know, uh, drive your players uh, to the ground in terms of, you know, how much energy uh, you put in. 
you know, the year is very long, so I honestly, you know, the only thing I would really use December for, because you never know what 12.1 would have brought. Like now 12.1 is out and it's a very minor patch and we're just continuing playing a lot of things that we already played, right? We had a situation where, um, you know, uh, of course the TPS changed and so forth and this is something we're adjusting to, but generally speaking 12.1 has been a very, very light patch. Uh, but you know, if you put in a lot of effort in December, you can burn yourself out and so forth. I, I feel like the potential negatives outweigh the potential, you know, positives. You know, if anything, it would be nice for the guys to just spend time together in December. You know, ideally, you, you, what you do with the team is you, you practice lightly, you know, get to know each other, get some, some games in, and then you just do fun things together, you know, just to get to know each other. Because it's so hard to find time in, you know, in just... Um, Like, in the regular split is what I was trying to say. You're going to notice that I lose my train of thought is because I'm just tired, you know? That's the version of me that you get. You get the tired Yamato at the end of the day, uh, and that's uh, the only thing I can offer, sadly, because obviously all my effort goes into the team, and uh, I want the team to succeed, uh, you know, for, for the player's sake, for Fnatic's sake, for the fans' sake, and also, of course, for my sake. And also, you know, for the sake of my, my family and my loved ones, you know, I've sacrificed, uh, you know, so much and they've sacrificed so much for me so i have an obligation to 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 try to do as much as possible you know to 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 all the people around me uh, did you see the new attack on titan episode is it out attack on titans out really well i'm gonna wait until it's finished honestly i just uh I, i'm gonna wait until it's finished I, I am a binge watcher so i'm just gonna wait i would just torture myself if i'm watching one episode and then just you know uh, getting uh, clippity clapped uh, by uh, by waiting, but I watched uh, Attack on Titan. Um, uh, nevertheless, okay, uh, let's uh, start with your uh, questions. W what's on your mind, uh, my friends? Talk to me. Do you think Absolute's role would change in this new lineup? Well, I think last year we were very reliant on creating heavy leads through bot lane, and that forced uh, our bot lane to, to play in a certain manner that was, you know, very uh, risk prone, and uh, they mastered this playstyle very, very well. And uh, this year they will have the freedom to show different sides of themselves because we have um, so damn good solo laners you know our solo laners are so good like whew, crazy good very excited miss fatal thank you very much for your subscription that's a three month streak uh, that is also three cheeseburgers in the bank for me so i appreciate it how scrims going right now i, I wouldn't say that you know scrims are showing some some crazy exciting results no i would be lying if i said that you know i don't like revealing too much about scrims but all in all you know we we are progressing which is the most important thing uh, we are moving forward and the input that everyone has is very positive you know for me as a person that has worked with the legends for 11 to, to, to almost 12 years i can see how good a player is even when they are not in their best form just based on the, the decisions they're making some of the th moments that they're showing and 
I can with honesty say that we have players that can be the best in their position individually. And now it's just up to us to make sure that it uh, pieces itself uh, together within a team. You know, the challenge for every team, uh, whether you're a super team or you're not a super team, the challenge with every team is how you uh, make it work together because league is a game that is not completely figured out and there's many ways of achieving uh, the same thing. There's many ways of breaking the enemy nexus and it's important as a team to align and to do things as five, be connected as one. You know, that is always the biggest challenge. And I believe we have uh, enough charisma and character on this team to, you know, f- to 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 make sure that we have some leaders uh, on the rift when the games are being played. Uh, good night, Wintersworth. I feel like that's the only message I get from you, Wintersworth. It's when you're leaving. I see you leaving. I don't see you show up, but I always see you leaving. <laughs> have a good night. There are many questions below the tweets. Uh, don't forget them. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, let's check them out. It's just, I don't want to log in on Twitter with my PC. Uh, I mean, on my PC, but fuck it, I'll do it. Can Razor keep up with the team? Yes, you can. Like this this man. You know, what I like about Razor is that he is a problem solver. You know, he just, um, you know, always is on the lookout for ways to... Um, Solve the situation himself. You know, I believe that any any problem can be solved from two sides within a team, right? I believe, like, let's say your teammate has a weakness. He can either work on that weakness or you can cover for that weakness, right? In a very simply put manner. Let's say someone in your team is prone to getting ganked and he's not paying attention to the map. Either you can work with him. Well, you can do them in unison, right? So it's not either. You can do them, you, you can... You can, for example, uh, work on the idea of, uh, you know, this is how you view the map, this is how you read the jungle, this is where you need to ward, make sure to, you know, get in the habit of checking your minimap, there's ways to work on it from the individual perspective, and also there's ways to help him from the other perspective. As a teammate, you can maybe be a little bit louder, you know, when you know the enemy jungle is going to gang top, yo, uh, your wonder, you need to make sure that you don't don't die here because the jungle is here. You know, you can always solve. You know, you can always solve uh, issues from two sides, and uh, I like a lot about Razor that he is putting in the effort to, you know, always actively solve problems that aren't necessarily tied to his role as a jungler. But at the same time, you know, he is tied to his team, so any problem of the team is hand-in-hand his problem. You know, this is the mentality I want my players to have. I want them to take responsibility for everything that's going on around them. You know, if they see something that is going on that they don't think is good, whether it's, you know, with the office or something else, you know, I appreciate, you know, that... um, um, No, I I appreciate uh, the supplement. I kind of just blanked, so let's let's just move on. Uh, wasn't the thing about Razak that he doesn't have much creativity and that you have to give him a game plan for him to play at its best? Uh, I believe junglers are tied to what the team gives him. I don't think junglers need to be super creative 
to be really, really good. I just feel like journalists need to take, you know, solid fucking decisions. Like uh, knowing when to, to clear your camps and knowing when to, to hover and knowing what to play through. And these, these are things that you can reach as a conclusion as a team, which you can support each other in. Uh, and uh, I believe, you know, from, from the conversations I've having with Razork, you know, I can give him feedback very easily and he adjusts uh, very, very quickly. So, uh, so far, uh, my, my uh, impression is really, really good. You know, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of the roster that we have. But I think, you know, uh, for now, you know, we're starting a bit slow, but we are moving forward. You know, that's the most important thing. The atmosphere is good. We're going to maintain that. And uh, we are just going to, you know, rock and roll. I can't open Twitter for some reason. I'm going to do it on my phone. It's easier because I don't want to log in Twitter on my work computer. It's just a piece of shit distraction. I talked about it in the last uh, podcast episode uh, where we need to really, as people, put a lot of value on some very simple things, right? You need to put value on your sleep. You need to put value on uh, drinking water. You need to put value on... You know, just making sure that you're exposed to sun. And um, another thing is you need to put a lot of value on your attention. Your attention is a very valuable currency. And that's something that a lot of companies have figured out. Your attention is used to, you know, take in information, information that maybe necessarily you don't need or want. That's why advertisement, you know, people spend the big money to advertise things because even if, you know... That, that connection in your mind will forever be there. It's going to be implanted in your mind. Let's say there's a commercial for a razor, and maybe you don't need a razor at the time, but when it comes up the next time, this is something that might show up you know, in your subconscious. And then you have a habit of when you enter stores, anything that is recognizable, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's very important. So your attention is extremely valuable the social media companies know it the advertisement companies know it it's important that you know it uh, and um, it's important that you choose what you put your attention on because the space you have in your mind and your brain is is really finite at some point when you begin to just digest information all the time most most of us are just uh, most of us are addicted to our phones, right? We always look at our phones. The moment there is a moment of silence in, in the room, people just pull up their phone, right? And that is an addiction that has occurred due to, you know, how a lot of the social media apps have been designed. They are inherently very addictive, right? They are preying on human nature because they want to keep your attention. And it's important, like when this occurs, you are suppressing your own thoughts right you're suppressing your own thoughts being at peace in silence and doing nothing is so rare nowadays but it's so insanely healthy uh, suppressing thoughts is something that is dangerous for many things uh, suppressing thoughts can be dangerous for uh, innovation can be uh, dangerous for your own personal growth. It could be dangerous for, you know, personal relationships. It can be dangerous for the political climate in your country, right? Everything around you 
started from thought. Whether it's this phone, right, this devil here, or the camera that I'm speaking through, or the microphone that I'm that is recording my voice, all of these things came from a thought at some point. So don't underestimate the power of thought. And your mind is insanely powerful. When it's left on its own, it finds a way to keep itself busy. And uh, I encourage that you find the time to do nothing. Really, really. Finding the time to do nothing, it's, uh, it's very important. But yeah. I started this little rant because I am checking my phone now for the questions. You look like my old boss. Uh, I don't know what that means, but uh, cool. Old boss. Okay, old boss. You are legit the worst when it comes to doing nothing? No, not necessarily. Like, I find times... Like, Angel, when, when I am playing Diablo, that's me doing nothing. Because I don't think. Like, when I'm clearing, the, like, Chaos Sanctum, Chaos Sanctuary where with my Paladin, I'm not thinking about what I'm doing. I'm just doing nothing. That's mine doing nothing, you know? It's like when every off-season, I don't know, I find a game that requires absolutely no brain to, to play at all. And and this is this is my way of doing nothing. Is Razo's arm okay? Yes, he has finished his uh, rehabilitation and uh, his arm is A-okay. I'm very happy to say that. So it's nice. Yamaro, what a crazy ass haircut, bro. You look five years younger. Honestly, it's just my, my hair has just gotten long. That's that's what it is. You know, it's like my, my hair is long and and it's uh, it's all over the place. Elias told me I look like a TikToker. I don't know how to take that. Quite insulting. Uh, nevertheless, let's check out the questions. Patrick Pukan asks: Is there anything that can be done to fix the current situation where many well LEC suited players are teamless? Fresh blood in is important for the league, but it seems that players that are just at the wrong time in the wrong team get their careers suddenly fucked up. It is indeed, uh, you know, the reason why uh, esports is paying well, right? Esports is playing well uh, because of the stress of the offseason, the job retention is very difficult, the hours are very harsh, and this is the, a part of the problem. There is an element of luck that you require in order for things to play out your way because there are people in spots of decision-making that have control over your career. You know, there will come a time where players turned coaches will turn into GMs at some point. And maybe... During that era, the GMs that are doing a poor job on some organizations will be filtered out. It was the same thing, you know, when I, in season three, had a coach. Most of the coaches I had back then were dirt. They were honestly terrible. And I don't blame them, right? It's, it's not like this is their fault. And a big inspiration of mine was that, you know, I want to filter out the snakes and the poison that is you know, in the ground of, of what I, like the, the ground that I walk upon, right? So that was a big inspiration of mine. And you can see, you know, the coaches that have stuck around for a longer time, 
you know, there is an element of, uh, you know, they, they've survived the times and they've kept an open mind. They, they've developed together with the game and they've developed together with the position. You know, it's like uh, some of the old school guys is like me, Young Buck Wright and, and, and so forth. And when it comes to these well lse suited players, you know, it's not always that the best players, like, if it's, it's never been the case where the 50 players in LEC or LCS are the best players available. It just hasn't been the case. And sometimes, you know, a player shows me something, they may be, you know, impress me the right way, impress me in, in manners that, that, that are important to me. Because, of course, I'd like to think that I'm not biased, but it would be very naive to think that I'm not biased. Because being biased is literally the human experience. It's like all the information that I've accumulated over my, you know, lifetime and also what is a part of me, genetically speaking, creates my vision of reality, which is biased. So whenever someone tells you they're not biased, it's... It's, it's so hard not to be, you know, it's, it's practically impossible not to be. So, uh, you know, is there anything that can be done to fix the current situation? You know, maybe a couple of more teams in the LEC, but at the same time, there are organizations in the LEC that are, you know, just, you know, there's, there's bottom feeders, you know, there's, there's like, you look at some of the teams in the LCS and LEC, it's like, if this is the best 10, who the fuck is the 11th and 12th and 14th? Like, what, what the fuck is going to come up out of nowhere, right? But maybe in the same vein as players, maybe the best 10 orgs are not in the LEC, right? Maybe the 10 best orgs are not in the LEC, which is probably true, right? You look at K-Kona, I mean K-Corp, and you have Koifish. Like, these guys are making mad bets, you know? They, they know how to engage with the community, and I think this is... You know the future, definitely the future. You know this is the they are maintaining. You know the the, the they are creating a a home for the new generation of League of Legends fans, and that's very crucial, very important. Kona indeed. Okay, I hope uh, I gave you some kind of an answer. But um, sadly, connections, connections matter, you know, connections matter, luck matters. You know, for example, my career, right? There were moments where I was unlucky. There's just too many things, too many elements that are outside of my control. There could be a situation where I do everything, I, 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 I do everything that I do and can do in a perfect manner, and maybe still I don't get the result I want. You know, you could be maybe the perfect AD carry on a team and maybe your team still doesn't win, right? Because some elements are outside of your control and the same thing applies in how you also get your job because it's so, you know, the, the, the scarcity of, of how many positions there are for a support is only 10, right? It's, it's, it's not 50 spots in LSE, it's 10, right? Do you think 12-team league with relegation promotion system could work in the LSE? Well, the issue is with this conversation is, you know, like, I don't know how the financial aspect of this, this, uh, 
you know, behind the scenes topic. I, I'm not well versed in, in, in the economics of it. So I don't know if it's economically responsible or good for a, uh, for a non-franchise league. I don't know. I really don't know. But at the same time, you have to ask yourself the question. Some of, this, some of these sponsorship deals that have been landed, are they due to the franchising? Who knows, you know? And definitely you can't go back to the relegation system after uh, the franchise has started, right? It's just a no-go. What is this fucking loose hair that's fucking flying here? I don't know what to do with it. It just doesn't want to cooperate. This is like that one solo queue guy. This is, this is the guy. In, this this hair right here is the guy in solo queue that ends his lane and, you know, bottom side is winning, mid is winning, jungle is winning, everyone's so fed, and this guy just, no, I want FF. You know? This is this is what that hair is. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's check the next question. Uh, Kiryu asks, opinion about Noguri taking a break? Obviously, context is missing, but many people blame FPX downfall on him. He regenerated once already, and I hope he can do it again. Well, what's so strange about the Noguri story is that the first we had the rumors that he is going back to Damwon. And then it came out that he was problematic in FPX. And then the rumors just died down. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. I really don't know what happened. I don't understand. Like, there's, there's some, there's, you know, we rarely know the full story. We don't even know the full story about F, uh, how he was in FPX. We don't know the full story about anything. So it's so tough to speculate. And it's probably better that I don't. But the information that we do have um, is something is up. Something is weird. Noguri is a fantastic player. And, you know, moving to a different country and moving to a different team can come with a lot of stress because you don't know what really what you're heading into and it's very tough to prepare yourself and you need to be you know you need to have a mentality that is very open-minded to your surroundings and you need to keep your expectations very low you know and you need to be able to commit yourself to to certain elements because you know imagine j players are also like like it, it's it's like evolution right i'm trying to find an analogy evolution we had some bears, so this is a very simple, uh, you know, very simplified version of evolution. So we have bears, many different kind of bears. We have polar bears, we have bears that are adapted to cold, and they are good in the cold. If you move that polar bear to maybe the forest, he's going to be well, like, what the fuck am I doing here? You know, I'm not fucking, I don't belong here, you know? And then you have some grizzly bears over there, you have some black bears, you know, black bear is the best bear. You know, there's, there's many different types of bears that depending on their environment, thrive there, right? And then there are certain, you know, trees and animals that thrive under many different, uh, you know, environments, right? It's like um, you have, um, I'm trying to think of an animal that you can find in many countries. Like, well, what's an animal that you find all over the world? Fucking chickens or some shit. Sheep, I, I, I don't know. The point being is, you know, a version of a player in a certain environment isn't necessarily the same in a different environment. You know, that's always a challenge. My point is some players can adapt to any environment and make that environment their own. They dominate that environment, right? They become the king of their own jungle, so to speak, right? And those are some powerful players. You know, every time they join a team, there is a certain identity and a flair that comes along with that, right? Hillisang could be one of those players, right? It's like Hillisang has an element of always 
elevating the teams as his own. Like Unicorns of Love, I think the majority of that success was, was him and Vichy Chachi just uh, doing fucking good, right? And you could see the expression of Hillisang in those games. And then he joined Fnatic, and that expression and the elevation of the team still was there. You have someone like Perks, right? Perks is a good example of a player that is so, you know, a strong figure in the team that, you know, he can figure out how to win and make that environment his own. But then you have some players that only thrive under certain circumstances. You have the polar bears that are only, you know, good in a set environment. And, you know, maybe the same case for Noguri. You know, Noguri was really fucking good in Korea, going over to the LPL. He was struggling because the environment was very different, and what was required from him was also very, very different. He was a polar bear stuck in the Sahara Desert. Maybe, 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 maybe. This, of course, is only speculation, because who knows, right? The environment the players come from, I learned this in the harshest way possible when we were working together with Mowgli. Mowgli is a fantastic jungler, fantastic player. He's now coaching, right? And we were hoping for him to... We were hoping that Mowgli would be able to recreate the performance he had in Africa in our team. But the question we should have asked ourselves, what is it in Africa that makes him perform this type of... in this manner, right? So we were trying to make him join us and we are trying to implement him into our team. But there were certain elements in Africa that made him perform the way he performed. So in the beginning, he was having a hard time in Europe and eventually got better and better. But we were struggling with a lot of things as a team. But this is an important thing to always take, take note of. Right? It's the same like uh, C9, uh, like a good example in C9. A lot of players thrived in C9 and then they left C9 and did a lot worse. Right? So maybe they figured something out over there. You know? This is the very reason why you can't just put the five best players in one team expected to work. Yes. And to finish up this analogy, you know, I am, I am the creator of the environment, you know. As, <laughs> as, as funny as it sounds, you know, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm playing Zoo Tycoon and I'm making sure that all the trees that the, each animal wants is there and the water and the, the, <laughs> the, the ground and everything, you know. I'm, I'm a fucking zookeeper. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding, of course. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Amari asks, how do you think the Shy and Sword will perform? Sword? Sword is that uh, the player in NA? I don't know too much about swords. I'm not going to comment. The shy, well, the problem with Weibo gaming is wait, sword is back. Sword is back in uh, Brian. Brian something. Oh, sword art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He means sword art. You're right. Well. I just feel like putting that team together, there's no way they're going to beat what Suning managed to accomplish on that year. So I, this team seems a little bit uninteresting to me because some of the other teams are just way too fucking stacked. You have Billy Billy. You have motherfucking Toby Sports. All right. You have EDG. You have LNG. I those four teams, like, already, you're not going to fucking beat them. 
they, they are not going to beat these teams. Like Billy Billy, LNG, Toby Esports, EDG, like that's already monster, you know? LNG, uh, uh, RNG as well is fucking good, man. RNG is fucking more like, yeah, like good luck. You know, Weibo, it's like, I, I don't think, I don't think this team is going to Worlds. Even if, it's, it's so easy, you know? It's like when, when you're trying to collect, you know, you're like fucking, you're trying to collect the fucking, Ooh, the LPL teams, like basically, I'm trying to count all the good LPL teams, and I'm just fucking dropping them. You know, it's just uh, it's too hard. You know. Will you consider doing a hiking trip and filming it? Would love to hear. We're on a mountain from you while on a mountain. Uh, we actually did that in Iceland, and uh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, we did that in Iceland. We climbed the volcano. And the issue with, with filming is that it's so fucking windy. Like, you're going to drop your camera equipment or something. We took some pictures up there. It was not too shabby. Uh, did Opposite Hilly get to 2v2 Viper Maker, Gumeyushi, Korea? And how did it go? I think they did. I think those were definitely the two strongest bot lanes at the tournament. I think... Gumayushi Korea was definitely worse than Viper Mako. I think Viper Mako were more consistent over different styles, while Korea and Gumayushi were really, really fucking good at the range supports. So when we were playing like Lucian Nami versus Lula Felios, they were playing really, really fucking good that matchup, while Vi Viper Mako could play the fucking all in lanes really, really fucking good. Uh, but uh, Upset and Hilly definitely, you know, kept up uh, with these players uh, really, really well. Like, they, they were definitely on a similar level in terms of laning. Is Pete making a vid for New Ross now since announcement was a tweet longer? Uh, there was, there's a video, bro. The tweet longer was just a meme. Uh, Infinite Dodge says... Uh, do you think there's any aspect in which professional players and organizations have regressed over the years and how they conduct themselves and operate? Was there a thing, premiers and teams? Uh, was there anything players and teams were doing five or years ago better than they are now? Uh, no. I can tell you guys that, you know, people think that organizations are shitty now, but they are just enforcing the stupid contracts that players sign, right? So... There are definitely contracts out there that are very predatory and I've read some really fucked up contracts and some players are still under them and this gives a lot of power to the organization. It's like you sign a three-year deal and you're not ready to be there for three years, you're not really uh, prepared for you know the commitment that you just made and I think this is a part of the problem because organizations are just exercising their right and that right was obtained in the off-season. I do believe that there are players out there that don't have good representation. I think there's a lot of agents that are shit and deserve to be purged. And I think they are not doing their best for the players. And these are the guys that need to fucking level up their game. I'm really happy with my fucking agent, Oliver. He's fucking smurfing it. And, you know, this guy is... Uh, surge management is just uh, super, super fucking clean. You know, I'm, I'm very happy with, uh, with my representation. Like my representation, they're helping with fucking everything. They're helping me with, with my uh, anything that is not game related or team related. They just help me. Even team related, you know. If I if I say, yo, uh, 
Wunder just hurt his knee dunking, playing basketball with LeBron James. Do you have any knee specialist? They're going to hook me up with a knee specialist because it, it, it indirectly helps me, you know, to help Wunder. Like, this is the, the, the level uh, that they are operating under, and that's a fucking blessing. While some, most agents, well, all they do is, ah, I'm going to negotiate your contract. I am going to uh, swing by uh, Berlin once and have a dinner, and then that's it. You know, that's all they do. And then they take a fucking percentage over that, you know? Disgusting. Is there footage of Wunder playing basketball? I took some pictures, but I don't want to show them. Uh, and what happened in the previous years, you know, in season one, like there's people that owe me money. Like I joined organizations. In season one, the first organization that I ever joined was Mistral Esports. I got a 50 euro voucher for the Mistral Esports shop. That was my first salary. Triple A owe me money against all authority. There's tournament organizers that owe me money. Own.tv owe me money. Absolute Legends owe me money. A lot of fucking people owe me money, man. Owe me money. Like, it's Monopoly money back then. It wasn't real money. Like, the only money, real money that I could make was through Elo Boosting. Because those people actually, like, transferred money and gave me, like, yo, I can buy some food off of this, you know? You know? If it, as, as silly as it may sound, you know, obviously I don't eat, I don't... I don't boost anymore or I don't and I stopped a long time ago and I've been punished, you know, I, I whipped myself, tsh, tsh, I whipped myself with the, with the riot belt, ah, I repent my sins, sorry riot games, I did the whole thing, you know, so don't worry, I can talk about this openly, you know, I'm, I'm reformed, uh, but, you know, this money allowed me to convince my parents, yo, yo, I'm making money. Esports. <laughs> I'm making money, baby. I'm making money. I did this Elo boost, you know, from fucking silver to diamond. I was like, yo, look at this paycheck. 600 euro. Look at that. Yamaro, my only New Year's resolution is for an upstream. Could you help me out with it? We're dying over here, and as always, good luck in the LSE. Bro, it's fucking 9th January. Relax. So, I'm telling you, 5-10 years ago, it was the wild, wild west. And a lot of the orgs that were back then don't exist anymore, and they pieced out with our money. Sucks. Well, it's not season 3. I didn't Elo boost in season 3, guys. I Elo boosted in season 1. And season two. I didn't need a boost in, in uh, season three. I was in the LCS back then. I didn't need a boost in season three. That, that was the point when it stopped. How did rogues even make money back then? They didn't. <laughs> they didn't. Prage for prize money and prage that players don't realize that uh, the prize money is not in their contract or some shit. Bro, bronze to diamond boost, it's like I, I had to climb like a thousand rating. That wasn't little, guys. That was a lot of work. So 600 euro for that, I think was probably too little. Like considering you get like, if, if someone is completely MMR fucked, you get like 10 to 12 points uh, back then, you know? You didn't get a lot of points at all. And um, 
also at the same time. I remember sometimes I was doing two boosts at the same time by playing two accounts at the same time. I just picked a champion with a global buff, like Zillion, that gave you 8% more XP, which was really fucking broken. And then I just picked jungle, and then I, I, I funneled myself, pretty much. I cleared jungle, took midwave, cleared jungle. Like, I funneled, you know, before anyone even thought it existed. You know, I was just ahead of my time. I had, like, a really, like, intricate fucking strategy on how to hit level 3, the fastest in the game. So basically, like, I hit level 3 so fucking fast. I was playing Shaco, right? I was playing Shaco, and I made people leash and make my box last hit. And then I go mid, take the wave, and I was legit, like, level 4 at 250. You know, it was fucking mental. Is Fnatic be the best org that you worked in, or there were better? I would say in terms of ambition and in terms of the players and the people that are on the ground, I would say yes. But in terms of like organization and like how an organization made my life easier, I would say Sandbox was so far ahead of anyone else. Like Sandbox was just, wow. Sandbox made me fall in love with the LCK and, and Korean esports. And uh, I hope... That at some point I, I I get a chance, you know, when I've when I've finished everything that I need to finish in Fnatic, uh, you know, win a lot of fucking titles, maybe fucking win a world championship, win a fucking MSI, you know, when I've done all that with Fnatic and it's it's a good time to move on, then going to Korea would be on my list for sure. I have way more interest going to Korea than to North America. Like my 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 interest of going to North America is very slim. You know. It's like the, the, the Bipo team would be interesting, but but that's about it, you know. Like that that roster is wow. It's a gorgeous roster. All right. Arda asks, who are your idols and did you have any idols in your childhood? Uh, honestly, my brother has been a big role model for me. Like, my brother is an absolute machine. Like, he never allowed, to make, never allowed himself to make any excuses. He's the most disciplined person I've ever met. The most kind-hearted person that I've ever met. Uh, he, I don't think he has caused harm to uh, a single human being on this planet, you know? He's just like a, like a giant, you know? Like, this man had a dislocated disc in his back that they couldn't perform surgery on because there was a risk that he couldn't walk. And I saw how much pain he was in because I know that this, like my brother, I've seen him get hit, punched, and I've seen him take hits, you know, heavy fucking hits because he has a black belt in karate, right? And this, you know, made him, like this put him out, you know, he was fucking out of it. And they gave him like painkillers and these painkillers were fucking rough, you know. Like um, the, 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 he, these heavy painkillers, I saw what they were doing to him and then he just fucking quit them cold turkey and he just kept going to the gym, kept studying to become a dentist while he had this intense fucking pain. And then he finished his dentistry, he fucking top of his class, now he is working in a company, making the most fucking money out of all of them, you know, he's fucking smurfing it and... 
you know, he still has this fucking dislocated disc problem that is giving him neck pain. And um, dislocated disc cannot associate with pain. Maybe I'm saying uh, it wrong. Uh, maybe I'm saying it wrong. Like there's, uh, like I, I only know the phrase in Swedish, so I could be using the medical terms wrong for sure. I don't know if it's dislocated disc, but it's like something, something like popped out, right? And then it's uh, from from heavy weight lifting it's like bone against bone pressing you know and then like nerves get stuck and then you know the the pain goes all the way down to your legs and your legs get completely fucked and like you just you, your nervous system is fucking you know just screaming you know and maybe i'm uh, explaining it wrong disc brok but fun hit disc brok bulging disc there we go it, it might be bulging disc Herniated disc. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Disc broke. So, during this time, my brother, right, he finished dentistry. He's fucking popping off as a dentist. You know, he's the he's a, he's a fucking performing surgery left and right. You know, in Sweden, like in his in in my hometown, he's fucking. He in my hometown. The issue is like some herniated disc can be in a location that is tough to to solve, and then it presses against fucking nerves, you know. And the nerves is what fucking cause this insane pain. But nevertheless, uh, my brother, uh, he uh, one of the best performing dentists in in the whole country at the age of thirty, and at the same time he is competing in bodybuilding. Like if I showed you guys. A fucking um, picture of my homie. Like I'm gonna try to find uh, a picture of my brother. All right, we we found something. Fuck, I can't click. I can't click his uh, his profile because it's uh... fuck, man. I have to log in on Facebook at CBA. Let me let me check if I can find them here. Bro, I'm not even logged in on Facebook on my phone. Fuck it. I'm not logged in on social media. <laughs> Fuck social media. Uh, nevertheless, he's he's fucking competing in bodybuilding and he's fucking dentist and he's he's just an absolute machine, you know. Uh, so he's he's definitely been a big inspiration for me. Uh, my father's, you know, has taught me a lot of things. You know, at the time I fucking hated it, but he he taught me the value of hard work and and money, you know. And uh, when I was growing up, I fucking hated it. I was really scared of my father, but. Um, you know, and and my mother uh, gave me unconditional love. You know, she 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 gave me, made sure I had everything I needed. You know, I've been very blessed. And outside of my family, uh, role models. You know, I would say. I, I looked up to Jose Mourinho in the past a lot. Um, I was very intrigued by his methods. I've taken inspiration from so many different places. You know, it's uh, it's it's weird. How, you know, growing up, I was very alone and I was just spending time with myself most of the time. Like I didn't have a lot of friends, if not any. I, I, sometimes I just, I, I was was on my own, you know. And um, I, I took, you know, inspiration for like shows I was watching, you know, whether it was fucking 
The Sopranos or, you know, uh, obviously I didn't go, go on to, to become a criminal, but the mannerisms and, you know, you, you just pick up from, from things that, you know, you, look, you, you are intrigued by. You know, you like, you get engaged in this character and, 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 and in some shape or form, th these people also become role models in some shape or form, you know, in an indirect form. With like the shows that you're watching and like the main character is so engaging, you like, you look up to them, right? Jesus, I've been chewing this gum so long, so it's beginning to like fall apart. It's becoming all dusty and shit. Just checking if I have water here. I see where you got your Versace shirt from. I don't know what that means. Where did I get it from? <laughs> Where did I get the idea from? Well, I had to get the idea from somewhere. It's not like I invented the shirt, right? <laughs> I'm just getting some uh, smoothie. Let me see if I can find my brother, actually. Maybe I just Google Sammy Meldi. Oh, yeah, actually, I found him. Holy, look at him. This is my brother. <laughs> look at him, man. What a machine. <laughs> there he is. This is a fucking dentist. <laughs> look at him go. He's a fucking machine. Okay, let's continue with the questions. Mm. Let me see the questions here. What is the main goal in your life you want to reach badly? I want to continue living when I'm dead. I want to continue living when I'm dead through the memory and, um, you know, life can end any moment, right? Like, the, we could live in a world where this is the last voice of Yamaro, I walk out on the street, I get hit by a car, and that's it, right? Um, what I hope to get out of life is that I leave something behind that is worthwhile. For me, that's, you know, a positive impact on the world. For me, that's 
leaving a legacy behind in my work. That is my um, lifelong dream. You know, that's that's my main goal in life. You know, for anyone that feels like they are small or like they can't make a difference in the world, I can tell you that you can. Humans have a weird way of being connected to one another. And one example of like being a good example can go such a long way. You know, there's been times in history when one person just chose to be a, a good example and that inspired others to be a good example in such an exponential effect. All humans are connected because imagine in a lifetime, let's say we meet, let's say, we, uh, I, I've said this a lot of times, give or take, let's say we meet a thousand people, right? Let's say we meet a thousand people and then those people meet a thousand people or all of a sudden you've reached a million people, right? Of course, I'm just making numbers up here, but you guys get the point that I'm trying to make, right? Especially in a world that is so connected. You know, someone that you're talking to today might have a job in South Africa the next day and maybe he's talking to other people, right? And what I'm trying to say in, in the way that we connected, every interaction that you have, if you try to make it a positive one, a very positive one, you actually made the world a better place. Because if you smile towards someone, you know, for example, here down the street, right, we have a rave. There's this, there's this homeless woman that is always sitting there. And sometimes like, I don't have fucking, like, I don't have change and I can't give her change every time I'm walking by. It just doesn't make sense. But I treat her like a human person, a human being. I see her every morning, I say, hey, Hey, how are you doing? Everything good? Okay. That's good, you know? And maybe, you know, every positive interaction that we have might, you know, even if there's the slightest chance of it pushing someone in that direction of also doing something good, you know, you can create a very, very positive snowball effect in the world. So don't underestimate how powerful you can be, really. Don't underestimate the, how powerful you can be. Just, just don't. Yeah, smiling at someone and getting a smile back is, is truly, you know, that's, it's just, that's just being, that's humanity, right? You know? That's why it's so sad, you know, always we get fed this idea that people are bad or that people are mean and you should be scared. You know, I remember this Bill Burr joke. He's like, you know, I like kids. I like kids. I want to be able to interact with kids. I want to say, hey, Rusty, I want to scratch them on the head, you know, I want to, I want to interact with them. But now if you do it, you know, the parents just assume you're a pedophile because they watch on the TV, you know, boom, there's a pedophile lurking, you know, and it just makes everyone so scared, you know, but in all honesty, for me, most people that I meet are nice people. Very rarely I meet bad people. And some, most of the time, the people that are so bad are just most of the time misunderstood. They have some fucking shit going on, right? It's like, 
you you are, you are you are at a cashier you 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 are at the cash register you're like i would like to pay with card uh, or like for example the other day right i was in a cab okay i was in a cab i was driving from the train station to to the the, the office and i said can i pay by card and he's like why didn't you tell me you wanted to pay with card now we have to wait and in my mind, my, my, I swear to God, my, my soul would wanted to say, well, why didn't you tell me that I have to tell you that I have to pay with a card? And then maybe if you, were, if you were that smart as you think I should be, then maybe we wouldn't be in this situation. That, that, that was the sense of irony I wanted to push back at him. But instead I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll look to find... To see if I have some cash. I found some cash. And the only remark I did at him. When I asked him. I was like can I please have the receipt. Or did I ask for it too late. That's the only thing I said. And then I could notice you know. He, he felt a little bit bad about his comments you know. But in my mind. After I walked out the cab. I was like this guy was a bit redacted you know. This, the, the, but a part of me was like yo. He probably had a hot day. He's been driving cars all day. You know, he's just fucking pissed. Ubers are driving around. The people have to pay less for Ubers. Like, they, they are just, you know, in, in a very <laughs> rough spot. Imagine being in traffic the whole day and your money. The, the money that you're making is 100% based over the fact of how fast you get to places. Like, how fucked is that? You're just stuck in traffic. It's just a... You're just in this... You're in this constant place where you're you're driving through traffic. You're constantly in danger, and some like most of the day you drive. People drive like jackasses, and it's like ah, you know. You just have to deal with that all day. I wouldn't fucking want that, you know. I fucking respect to people that want to go through that shit, you know. Aren't we all like that metaphorically? Well, we're all just humans, right? And we all have our own experiences and we have our own perspective. And our perspective can sometimes be very flawed due to the experiences that we've had. And sometimes, you know, some brains are just wired differently, you know? There's so many things at play. It is the human experience. Yeah, it is the human experience. Welcome to the human experience. Let's check out the next question. How do scrims with the new team look like? Do you think you can hit the hit ground running or the team will need some time to adjust? I, I, like if I have to choose one of them, probably we need some time to adjust because we didn't practice too much in December, November. We made sure to rest up and, uh, you know, we're in it for the long haul. But uh, we're progressing in the right direction. We are having the right talks. Uh, I'm very, very happy with where we are. You know, even in a world where we go 0-3 first week, I couldn't care less. I really don't give a shit. If we go 3-0, I also couldn't care less. Like, I, I really don't give a fuck. No meme. Uh, Mark Perito, what the fuck? What are your expectations for this spring split with the teams that you may have managed to assemble? And do you, what do you think of the actual level of the LPL and LCK? Thanks and good luck for Fnatic. I believe... Mm, I believe, you know, LCK culturally have an advantage in terms of, you know, how the teams are set up, the organizations are set up, and that 
matters that's insanely valuable and i think this is you know korea's biggest edge because even with a smaller player base they managed to produce the best fucking players uh which just speaks volumes to the mentality that um you know uh koreans have you know in terms of what it means to be a pro the standard is set so high there while the LPL have the advantage they have the biggest player base so obviously they have some mechanical freaks over there right so these are just uh, different advantages i believe in the long run player bases in in the long run the the larger player bases should win out you know so now looking at some of the teams that the LPL has built up i'm probably going to say that the LPL looks stronger and uh, it's going to be so tough to keep up with that money with that player base uh, eventually all of the things that are the other regions might have as an edge are things that um, money can buy and uh, knowledge uh, that can be learned you know so we'll just have to see we'll just have to see long run are you talking about formula one no i'm talking about the lpl and the lck Okay, next question. What inspires you to continue your job as a coach, even when you threw some less positive moments professionally and personally? Uh, well, uh, Butios, uh, it's a good question, but um, to to tell you something, life has suffering. Life just has suffering. Suffering is a key part of life. Suffering is going to happen. No one has that much good luck in life where they are struck by no misfortune at all or any suffering at all. It just doesn't exist. There's too many elements outside of our control that it is almost predetermined that we will suffer somehow. I thought you were going to start singing Ariel there. Life is a waterfall. We're one in the river and one again after the fall. Uh, let's say exercise, right? Exercise is a good one. Exercise is a good one, you know. If you don't exercise today, you're going to suffer for it in the future. Or you could suffer today and not suffer in the future. But maybe you'll suffer in the future anyway, you know? You know, it's, it's, it's weird, you know? You could do everything perfect in life. You could be perfect at your job. You could have perfect health. You could have the perfect relationships. You could do everything perfect. And boom, you get hit by a car. You know? RNG. There's so much RNG lurking <laughs> in life, <laughs> you know? All stations in life are temporary. All goodwill will end and all bad will too. You will have good and bad times. Very true. Very true. So the main thing that we can do, you know, with this information that suffering is inevitable is that we have to choose what we suffer for. 
choose what we suffer for. Me working in League of Legends esports, trust me, guys, trust me, there are times where my mind is like, fuck this, you know? I want to punch a wall. Everything I'm doing, not working, you know? It's frustrating, pain, you know? It's just not working, losing games, the team not going in the direction that you want to, you know? That fucking sucks and it stings, you know? It, it's, it's painful. You know, but it's my dream job, right? It's my dream job, and it's worth it. You know, it's worth it. It's my dream job because the good outweighs the bad. I've chosen what I suffer for. You know, because there's definitely moments where I suffer. You know, I've given up the majority of every other aspect of my life to do this, right? So I've chosen what I suffer for. But at the same time, I knew if I didn't, if I don't pursue this path of, of, you know, really, really, you know, chasing my dream, I would suffer for it the other way around. I would suffer in a way where, oh, I didn't go after what I wanted, right? So when times are less positive moments, professionally and personally, as long as I am moving in a direction that I want to personally, I'm happy. Because there will be good, good times and there will be bad times. That's the truth with, with everything. Suffer for something that you enjoy, you know? It's the same, you know? It's like, you know, we always hear the stories about that single parent that is doing everything for their kids. They're, suff they're choosing to suffer for the children. And they do it with love. And they know it's worth it, you know? My parents gave up everything to become, go to Sweden in hopes for a better life for me and my brother. They chose to, to suffer for something good. They were bold, you know. They took risks in hopes for something better, in hopes for something good. And if you feel stuck today, you know, if you feel like you're in a place where you are suffering and it's not gaining you anything, you know, make the slightest adjustments. You know, we, it's... It's insane how much of a difference it could make to make some minor adjustments in your lifestyle over the time span of five years. Who are you going to be if you're doing what you're doing today, every day, in five years? How is that going to look like? Are you just eating snacks and smoking cigarettes? How are you going to look like in five years? Is that where you want to be? And then you can make slight adjustments, you know? It's like the, the tail of two boats. The tail of two boats. I always, I've, I've brought up this metaphor many times. The tail of two boats. You have two boats moving in the same direction. One boat moves just one degree, tilts itself to the left. After a period of time, these boats, if they keep moving the same, in, in these directions, the separation of these two boats is going to be immense. And... Um, that's how you'd want to view it. If you feel stuck in your current day-to-day, -day, you know, make small adjustments. Doesn't, doesn't matter how small they are, you know. Any progress is valuable progress. And you should cherish it as that. Because it's important to feel good when you do the right things. It's the same, you know, if someone... Always the easiest example to draw from is exercise. 
if you feel you know if, if you didn't exercise for the last 10 15 years you didn't move around and your body feels like constant shit you know just standing up going for a little walk in your house you know that's a great start that's a wonderful start you're doing something you know you're moving in the right direction and that's positive and you should feel good about it you know because each one of us we are dealing with our own battles you shouldn't compare yourself to anyone else it's not fair to you it's not fair to the experience you've had your human experience that you've had it's just not fair right so any adjustment whether it's there's a dream job that you have or maybe there's a dream physique that you have or you know you want to learn how to paint you want to learn how to you know play the piano anything that you aspire for any step in the direction of of that is positive and you should feel good about it you know because that's how you keep coming back to it truly and those small steps whether it's you know let's say for five minutes every day for three months just five minutes you isolate yourself and you just do push-ups you do as many push-ups as you can in five minutes and then even such a small adjustment you will you will notice a massive change just from such a small adjustment it's always it's like that will smith quote you know it's like you're trying to build a wall instead of looking at the big picture you know you've set that goal for yourself you should focus on putting each little brick in the perfect manner you know and eventually you get a wall you put that down that first brick that's the first step put down the second brick that's the second step and eventually with enough times eventually have a wall and this is what trump didn't understand now i'm kidding this video is not going to get monetized i i said all the worst things possible for for youtube <laughs> All right, let's check some more questions. I believe I've answered everything on uh, Twitter. How's the atmosphere in Fnatic like? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I'm happy so far, but, uh, you know, the challenge is the wait, you know? In the beginning, everyone's just, everyone doesn't want to, you know, um, uh, everyone is, um, you know, no one wants to create enemies in the beginning. Is MSI a goal you're striving towards or is worlds more important? Of course I'm striving towards MSI. Like, I want to go to MSI. I've never been to MSI. Holy shit, I'm just, I found like the most comfortable position ever. So I'm just going to stay here. Oh, I'm just, I just put my feet up on the wall. Oh, no, I'm a bit too comfortable. I'm going to fall asleep. Uh, the atmosphere is great. But um, the guys, they are not stepping on each other's toes. I'm, I, I wish, I'm, I'm hoping with time that they're going to step on their toes a little bit, you know? You know? It's like, hey, stop anything, man. Focus. I need some of that uh, fire in the game, you know? 
but it will come with time. How has working with the TQ team changed since they moved to Madrid? Nothing at all. Because we barely did anything with our academy last year. New place, by the way, coach. No, this is the office. This is the office. I'm going to give you guys a little tour. Like, this is the office. Look. This is the office. Nonsense. What is the best way to stay positive when you're on a losing streak? Understand that um, the only continuity between those games is what you attribute to it. So in reality, the games that you're playing have no connection at all. They just don't. They just have the connection that you add to it. If you are coming in with the connotations, oh, I'm on a loose streak, I lost the last game, you're tilted, any type of negativity from the previous game, oh, oh, my top lane is griefing again, he died. Ugh. You know, if you're going to be all that, you know, you are the one carrying the luggage from the previous game. And that's why it's important to, to take breaks because you can't, uh, you know, assume that you're supposed to just let go of the luggage every time. It becomes easier if you actually take breaks. What I recommend to you when you're on a losing streak is, like, I, I really recommend for anyone to have multiple accounts. Multiple accounts is just broken. I, for example, now on my main, uh, my placements are 4-1. And on my Smurf, I'm, I'm 4-2, I believe. Every time I start, if I'm about to play on my main and it's really important to me, I do a warm-up game on my Smurf. If I feel like I played good, then I play on my main. And if I win, I play another one, and then I stop. Right? There's, a, there's a system to it. I make sure that I play when I feel like I can give 100% of myself because I want to win. I want to win my placements. I'm 4-1, so I didn't finish my placements, but my account is currently plot 2. Do you encourage the players to play solo queue for it, or, or, or it doesn't matter to you? Uh, I... I encourage solo queue very strongly, uh, but I also encourage rest. I encourage doing other things besides playing League of Legends. I encourage doing things that is going to prepare you as, as good as possible for practice. And that looks very different depending on the individual that you're dealing with. Uh, so I encourage exploring, uh, exploring your own personal sense of what you can find uh, that will help you perform whether that's meditation, whether that's cold showers, whether that's taking break from the game and petting a cat. You know, there's, there's many ways of preparing yourself for performance. Uh, like, like trying to perform is, like trying to perform your best way possible during a set amount of hours in a day is a lifestyle. And elements in the day should encourage that. Do you take cold showers? Uh, yes, yes I do. But uh, I don't brag on, on Twitter about it, you know? Every motherfucker out there that takes cold showers needs to fucking tweet about it and take a picture of them in the shower, you know? Look at me, I took a cold shower. <laughs> fucking hell, man. It's just, it's just Jesus Christ, man. You took a cold, cold shower, you did it for yourself, bitch. Fucking stop bragging about it. <laughs> fucking hell 
It's the same way people pick, put pictures of the food. To be fair, I do that shit too, but, you know, whatever the fuck you eat doesn't make me shit. You know, I don't give a fuck about what you've eaten. You know, <laughs> like, I don't, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Do you take golden showers? No, thank you, man. I don't. How does a cold shower work? You literally step into the cold or do you gradually make it colder? You can do it both ways, but what I like to do is I just start cold, end cold, balls inside my body. All good, you know? The issue issue with cold showers... It's, it's like you build a tolerance. It's like you get to a point where your body is like, yeah, this is whatever. This is, this is life now. And you get used to it. And that sucks. But you don't get... Because when you are not used to it, there's a shock. There's a... Ish. There's, a there's a part of you that just wants to scream. You, 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 like when you're a beginner, right? You're like, ah! And then you start slow down your breathing, you, you, you conquer your, your bitchiness, you like breathe, right? And then you get out and you're like, ooh, feels like it just took a hit of cocaine. I've never done cocaine, but it's like you feel alive, you know, you feel alive. You really feel alive. Adam wanted to leave, Nisky got replaced. Well, to be fair, you know, all, all respect to Adam, but, you know, we, we were looking at, um, at that wonder as an upgrade, you know, regardless of what was said. This is just the hard part of esports, you know. It's like no one, no one is safe, you know, because organizations are going to take decisions that benefit them, you know, and sometimes opportunities appear, you know, opportunities appear, you know, it's like G2, G2, um, G2 falling apart makes, it's like, it's an opportunity for, for, for teams to, to find some upgrades, right? It's like all of those players that were on the G2 roster last year are, are fucking great players. And there's definitely teams that could use upgrades, right? And, 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 and Marek, uh, you know, leading Mad Lions, that's a fucking opportunity that you can't prepare for and you need to make tough decisions. Do you have any issue with Wunder not taking scrims seriously? You know, this is, you know, the image that is portrayed outwards, it's, it's something, you know, Wunder in scrims is really fucking good, you know? He really brings his A game. He, he tries really hard. Doesn't matter what the other teammates do. 
He fucking talks, brings a good vibe. He's fantastic in scrims. This is just, you know, the G2 content team and, and, and Wonders Twitter have painted the image, you know, they have painted the image that, you know, he doesn't try as hard, but this guy fucking tries really hard. Really, really hard. And all these memes, you know, they're funny when they're winning, but the memes, uh, you know, you know, the moment teams start losing, everything turns against you, you know? It's like... It's like everything seems cool and insane. Everything seems cool and insane when you're winning. But when you're losing, bro, if, let's say Faker. The name Faker, it, it sounds so fucking cool. It sounds so fucking cool, right? Because of what it represents. But if Faker was a shit player that was so fucking terrible, that name would be ugly. And that's the harsh reality of it. You know? It's about the association. You know? So it's like, oh, Wonder is flexing on these kids while playing World of Warcraft. How fucking good is he? He is shitting on all of them kids. Yeah, boy. He just won MSI while getting in back to his hotel room to fucking do his raid. But then the moment you lose, ah, this fucking guy doesn't practice. Blah, 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 blah. You know? Come on. You know? Well, the thing is, you know, I believe, I believe G2 already had a lot of problems. G2, the, the thing is, something that people don't realize, right, is that that G2 roster was together longer than any other roster ever. It's so rare. I can't think of a single team that stays together. When has that happened? Well, how, how rare is it that teams stay together? Well, when, when does that happen? Hmm? G2 stayed together for a long fucking time. T1 2014? True, honestly, they just got too comfortable. No, it's not about comfortable. It's just you reach a point in time where a dynamic has, has reached its peak and people aren't capable of reinventing themselves in the environment anymore because everything is assumed about you already. So some problems that are inherently there Either they're not visible to you because you have the same perspectives in the environment or they are so deep that they are too hard to solve. 
2019 G2, popping off, right? They did fucking great. World Finals, MSI, 1-2 splits. Next year, they slowed down, tried something different, and then they lost to... Uh, who the fuck? They lost to Damon, right? 2020. 2021, Perks is out. They implement Reckless. They tr- but, but Reckless joining, he's not the type of character that is going to... You know, as I talked about before, he's not going to be the type of character that changes an environment. Some players come into a team and they change the environment for what they believe is going to be winning, right? There's, there's very few players that are that strong and charismatic. Very few players, right? And Reckless isn't that. And Reckless was just unfortunate to join a team you know, he joined a team that already had their issues and already had their problems and already had the good sides, you know? It's just Perks had very good timing for when he left. Yeah, it was the same for me, right? Me and Reckless, we made the same mistake coming into our teams in spring. I joined Fnatic, and in spring, I made the mistake of assuming that, yo, these guys, they know things I don't know, so I'm like... Whenever there's a pushback on any of my ideas, I'm going to be like, okay, all right, let's do it your way, you know? And I should have fought for the things that I believed in, you know, and maintained them and and supported them, you know? We don't know if G2, if Perk stayed, we don't know how how G2 would, uh, would be, right? We don't know. Perks is a really like Perks is a great player. There, there's no argument against that. Like Perks is, uh, in my opinion, the the, the best uh, Western. Perks said in stream, G two was on sale by date, even if he stayed. Yeah, like guys, there's a certain period in time, like where a dynamic runs its course, and it's time to to build something new and to rebuild. It just happens. It's very rare that the dynasty remains the same for so long. It's very rare, you know? It's very difficult to keep winning. Very difficult. G2's trouble started since Caps joining. You just can't have two competitive mid laners, I guess. Them signing Caps was the most brilliant move ever. So that's really not true. Them signing Caps created the best Western team of all time. And they cut off the balls of their main opposition, which is the team I'm at. Would you have kept Caps over Perks? That's tough. I feel like I would need to have worked with them both to to make a, a, like like a good decision on that. This is very tough. What do you think about the characters in Vitality? Do you think the strong characters like Perks, Safari, and Seven will get along? If there's a will, there's a way. That's what I say. 
That is what I say. I believe if two people truly want to connect and believe that they can, there's always a way. Strong personality, weak personality is just about communication and understanding and commitment. Who coaches vitality? Cadre uh, coaches vitality. Is vitality better than 2019 G2 on paper? Uh, no. No, no, no. Like I think, like, I I believe on paper my roster is better than Vitality's roster. I truly think so. Hmm. Starting to get tired, my friends. I wanted to check the cinematic. I haven't seen it yet, so I am quite excited. I'm very excited. Okay, I am insanely excited for this. I waited so you guys get to see my reaction, so I haven't seen it. It's been very difficult to avoid the spoilers. I am um, really fucking excited. It's I'm. It's it's beyond insane how excited I'm just gonna do full screen and then readjust. Thank you, Sharky. You are welcome to to just listen. I appreciate it already, but uh, I'm happy that you chimed in. All right, let's uh, let's uh, two-way Louise Leibfried. This is uh, the woman from Seinfeld, right? And Edda Hayes. All right. Oh, 4K. Oh, mm. gorgeous. Yes. Fucking good, man. So good. 4K, baby. Whoa. Oh. Holy fuck. Oh, 
Holy shit. Oh, what the fuck? Holy shit, this dude! Oh shit! soul that had to be Aurelion soul no he got uncaged and it was Aurelion soul ult holy Sejuani is a baddie no 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 that's guys that was Aurelion soul Aurelion Soul is trapped on Mount Targon and it looked like Aurelion Soul got unleashed and he just ulted, boom, you know? We have to rewind it. Honestly, I love, I love how cool Orn looks. Like Orn is fucking gorgeous. Look at him. Look at, look at Orn. Look at Orn, man. Holy shit, Orn is gorgeous. Look at him. He looks like a yordle. It's fucking, wow. I'm gonna pause a lot more this time. Donk. I'm so happy that they use like characters that are not like super popular, you know? They squeezed in Kaiser there, but Kaiser fought where Akathia once stood and Rexai came out of the ground and Talia was there, you know? They were in the desert of Shurima, you know, all that jazz, you know? Look at this pig nose. 
Totally. Just, uh, just, just beautiful. Like, it's, it's, it's so well made. It's, it's insane. It, it looks so good. Talia is based on Reckless. Did you know that? So what's the joke, Fanatic Chill? Tell us. Tell us the joke. To be with a broken one Time before I go That is not a Kathia and Kaiser's integral to the next Void event. I thought this was like where Kathia once stood. So basically Kathia is, is, is down, no? So I'm imagining that this is where Ekathia once was. I'm just spitballing, like I'm not a lore, lore uh, master, so just uh, go, go to Mekret for that, man. I know that I am... There is no joke, but it made me laugh, so I'm happy. Okay. Look at, look at that, man. His hand looks better than mine, bro. That is Zolan, city of the faceless god. Ikathia is... Ikathia looks post-apocalyptic, okay. We need the movie to know the lore much better. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, honestly, this frame right here is a fucking background. Like, look at this. Like, this frame right here that I have, I'm just going to cut it. I'm making it into my... Even the fucking... Even this is gorgeous. Look how pretty. Like, everything about this frame is gorgeous. Even the phrase, let us never surrender. I'm, I'm just... I... I I'm making it my background picture right now. <laughs> Save as desktop capture one 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 desktop. It's it's now my background picture. Let us let us never surrender. Okay, I'm posting it on Discord too. Here you guys go. Okay, I'm posting it on Discord in the general chat. Yo, thank you very much, Mitch. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, bro. Are you in Berlin, my friend? You have to be, right? You're busy. You're a busy bee. Oh, look at all of his makeup. All of his makeup. Look at all of his makeup. KDA negative, COVID positive. <laughs> Uh, that's fucking rough, dude. 
Riding out a storm. How, how are you holding up? You, you all right? What's your symptoms, Mitch? It was very manageable. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. Can only recommend vaccinations. Yeah. Well, now you are... You, you're going to have superpowers. You're going to be so strong against COVID. You have vaccinations and you have the, the, the your own immunity. You're going to be a machine. I'm assuming we're all going to be... Uh, we're all going to get to that point. I feel like there is no way we, we all avoid uh, every one of us getting getting COVID. But nevertheless, let's, let's get back to, to this video. I want to look at the details. I'm going to lick every pole on the subway. All the Polish people are lining up to go to the subway. We get licked by Mitch. <laughs> just kidding. So this Pantheon, it's cool. You should know it if you have Palestinian origins. What's cool? Uh, I don't know this. Holy moly. Sand man, I don't know, man. Holy shit, man. Ah. Wow. I don't know the lore. What is Pantheon trying to do that the Solari don't want happening? I... I don't know, actually. These uh, just all his phrases are about mountain climbing. This has to be Aurelion Soul ult, no? Like, I, 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 that's the only thing that makes sense with the little lore knowledge that I have. It just looks very Aurelion Soul-y. Because Aurelion Soul, like Aurelion Soul is trapped on Mount Targon. So whoever said this is Leon ult before, like...
it's barred could be Zoe yeah totally someone mentioned before this is the Arthas pose it is it is Yo, Pantheon's looking very Armenian. <laughs> Yo, Leona will be looking like Lana Del Rey, man. Leona survived, no? Look at Leona. She she Why why should I look at Talia? What's up with Talia? Yeah, Orn is so fucking cool, man. I just wanna play Orn. Holy Look at Pantheon. In my mind, I've already fallen, so I climb. Fucking Pantheon, man. He's so cool. He's so cool. You know, Pantheon was my second most played last season because of how cool he is. The, the voice lines of, of Pantheon are so insane. With how many comments there are, it doesn't fit for ASO. Well, who else is going to make this many comments? She looks like uh, Siri, no? Look, it's Siri. And then she does the shout. She screams. This is. She looks like the Witcher. <laughs> what? It's like saying, "Yeah, this looks like the Butcher." Which Butcher? There's there's many Witchers, you know. Holy, how, how many? I wonder how many people develop a little crush on on Talia. Like Aymar in the chat wrote like 15 times, please look at Talia. Yeah, the Witcher Siri. Not Siri from iPhone. The way you spelled it with S. Look at the Kaiser when she will wear a mask.
but Talia reminds me of Peanut. I don't know why. The Peanut, the jungler. She just reminds me of Peanut. Like... Let, let me let me find the picture. There's, there's some similarity, no? Or am I crazy? <laughs> I'm probably crazy. I'm probably crazy. I'm just... Or you're not even close. It's like the mouth and the, and the, and the face, facial structure. <laughs> they are human beings, yeah. <laughs> Let's just move on, baby. See, it's Siri from the Wild Hunt. She screams too. I just had the we are the stuff. So if 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 I rank the coolest characters in this video, I would put Orn first, Pantheon second. I would put Rek'Sai third. Uh, Rek'Sai third. I would put Talija fourth. Kaiser fifth. Leona sixth. Olaf. Honestly, they do the Olaf dirty. Like, he's dead last. And then Sejuani, Volibear. Honestly, Sejuani, Volibear deserve to be higher than Leona and Kaiser. So, we, let's redo it. Orn first, second place Pantheon. Three. Honestly, Sejuani belongs up there. We have three Sejuani, four Volibear, five Talia, and then sixth place we have Kaiser, then Leona, and then Olaf. Olaf smashed an ice boulder with his head. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty sick. Let's see the, the community reactions. Orn literally didn't do anything? Bro, he's fucking blacksmithing, bro. Do you know how big blacksmithing is on YouTube? Look at this. 
blacksmithing. Let's just fucking let's just find some channel. Turbjörn Orman. Look at that. Seven six hundred seventy thousand fucking subs. Alec Steele. Welcome back. Two million. Making a Shamshir scimitar. Yeah. See? Point proven. Anyhow, uh, this podcast has been going on for two hours, and I think that's a good time to stop. So uh, even even the camera quality just went to shit. Uh, so it's definitely time to stop. Let's try to fix it. And I'm back. Wait, Volibear wasn't even in this video? It was like the bears were summoning Volibear? That makes sense, yeah. In my mind, I've already fallen. So I climb. Yeah, yeah. The world moves as the heavens lie still. The clashing of steel. I have heard it all go silent. There are no enemies, no allies, only those about to die. Glory fades into bloodstains. From the skies, they see war, but on Earth, there is only carnage. We cry out to the heavens, and they answer in wing and flame. There is no pity, no mercy. Life was always a war. We live our lives in the shadow, cast by a mountain. We are caught between Darkin and Aspect. But we will rise up in spite of them. I sought power on Targon's peak, only to find it within. They are called gods, but when they die, you cannot hear their howls above the wind. The earth is beneath me. The power of these gods is but an echo of our own. I'm getting goosebumps overload here. It's not the same as running from your mistakes. We are what we overcome. Oh. Because we fall, the climb must be our destination. Oh. The people cry out for strength that is already theirs. I cast my excuses into the dirt. Ah! The art of war is hearing your heart beating, knowing you are alive. Ah! It is not why I fight, but who I fight for. Unbroken until my spear dulls, I will not surrender. I buried regret in a grave along with my name. I wield my fate as a weapon. Heavier than my spear is the weight of only one life. 
Behind me lies a farm. I wonder if there is bread above the hearth, and if I will ever return. Willpower sets my spear alight. The past marches with me. A legion of one. I wear a helm so that I am only a soldier. Spear and shield, a pantheon. If they kill me, at least I die a man. Brother to warriors resting beneath wit. Son of battles, a thousand times lost. I know who I am, and I will show the gods what I can become. I will carve my scars into the heavens. Even impaled on a blade, I will press forward. I am the tip. I think we heard, heard all the cool ones. Just check this one. Yeah, alright. Okay, okay. Yeah, mm. Yeah, <clears throat> right. Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> alright. <laughs> Whatever, man. Once in noble battle, I screamed against the silence. I stood as light against the darkness now. I serve a new master. Oblivion. I guess these quotes are good, but they I don't fucking. And saw the glorious light of a thousand suns. Now, blinded by this eloquence, how could my purpose be anything? Because he's like more Lord Voldemorty, you know? While Pantheon is more Muhammad Ali, you know? Like, Pantheon, Pantheon, I feel, you know? I feel empowered when I listen to Pantheon. Fucking Bipo showed this to me. Yo ho ho! Fucking I miss the old GP. Swab that poop deck. Yo ho ho! Who's Muhammad Ali? Sadiq champion. He's the greatest. Volibus song next? Yeah, the Volibus song is fucking nutty. I wish I wish I could sing like that. Aatrox Jim Carrey. What is this? Don't create it, and the grinder. Then to drive the point home, he put his hands around my neck and he squeezed real hard and he said, Fight or be forgotten!
but don't create an grinder. And then to drive the point home, he put his hands around my neck and he squeezed real hard and he said, Fight or be forgotten! All right. Well, that's that's nice. Hmm. Fight or be forgotten. This I, I also miss the old Nasus. The cycle of life and death continues. We will live. They will die. I don't know. There was this shitty dubstep song made from this quote. And the quote was so cool, so it made the shitty dubstep song okay. The cycle of life and death continues. We will live. Maybe we can find it. <laughs> this song is so bad. So it's so terrible. Of life and death continues. We will live. They will die. It's so bad. I've been told I sound like graves. Let's, let's take a look at Graves' voice lines. Uh, Graves' voice. Those are Graves' voice lines. Go ahead. I like moving targets. This is good. I like moving targets. Not a tickle. They picked the wrong fight. Think I'm bluffing? He just sounds like he's straight out of Reddit Redemption. Where's where's the new voice lines? These these are very old. I I don't want the the Sentinel graves. Hey Moon Lady, is there a Sun Lady? Are y'all friends? Oh, I see. Still looking for pieces of. Oh, they they are the same. Graves hasn't changed. Go ahead. I like moving targets. This is gonna tickle. They picked the wrong fight. Think I'm bluffing like fish in a barrel. End of the line. End of the line. What else is cool? What about some of my favorite quotes in the game? Leeson. Leeson is a pretty fucking badass character. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys. He's a pretty fucking sweet character. Why not react Zeri? Fishy, fishy, fish. Blitzcrank. Ha, 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 ha. Mordekaiser. Zed Mordek. Zed is pretty good. You know, it's funny, like, everyone, everyone thought that Azir said the phrase, the Emperor of Shurima, but this was just something that I invented. I thought it was pretty funny.
power of the sun lives in Shurima. This slumbering world must awaken. It is my time. Put your... Alright, let's just look at the Zeri video. Mm. Bro, like, where's... One shot them. Change of plans. Let's make sure we go out with a boom. Wow, intense. <laughs> I guess Mom was right. The bigger they are, the faster they fizzle. I'm I'm so painfully uninterested by this champ. I'm so uninterested. Like it's insane. Like I I am so uninterested by this champion. I really don't give a shit about this champ. Oh, I feel bad. I I'm not excited about this champion at all. Is there like a champion spotlight or some shit? What is this? Home sweet home. Why does this have like 10 FPS? Welcome Neon. We are thankful that your path has led What is she doing in Valorant? I'm gonna get uh, demonetized. Right, Zeri skin spotlight. 
crap. Also in game she looks pretty cool. Like in game she looks pretty pretty nice. This she looks like that annoying character from The Walking Dead. Review. Zerigan's move speed whenever she receives a shield. Whenever she damages an enemy shield, she absorbs this energy shielding herself. That's pretty interesting. Living battery. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Uh, Zeri's basic attack deals magic damage skills with AP and its treated as an ability. Moving a bit, casting burst fire stores up energy in Zeri's spark pack. When fully charged, her next basic attack will slow and deal bonus damage. Burst Fire shoots a burst of 7 rounds to deal physical damage to the first enemy hit. Burst Fire scales with AD and is treated like an attack with the first round applying on hit effects. Its cooldown matches his basic attack timer. That is... That is nice. That is very nice. That's very nice. That's very interesting. Honestly, I think that champion reveal trailer was just garbage. Uh, I, <laughs> I, like, I've seen the first ability and the passive and I'm already intrigued. Wow, okay. So it's just it's just Jinx W but better. Great. <laughs> Sucks to be Jinx. What oh, is nice? Zeri discharges a nova of electricity, damaging nearby enemies, and overcharges herself for the mo for a moderate duration. While overcharged, Zeri gains increased damage attack speed and move speed. Attacking enemy champ refreshes overcharge duration and adds another stack of move speed. So this stacks infinitely, right? While overcharged, burst fire's damage concentrates into a faster triple shot that chains lightning between enemies. Oh, okay. 
Why is these Zeri players not basic attacking and queuing? Like in unison. Like auto queue cancel, auto queue cancel, auto queue cancel. Like I understand that Zeri Zeri's E can be used as the as the Bard portal is being used, so you could probably like E to lane really fast and shit like that. Her move speed stacks infinitely. Oh, so it actually does. Where in the interface do you see how charged you are? Where is the charge? Like where is the charge? Like I see the bar under her name, but how much of it is used for Q? Yeah, but how does it work? But, but how does how does it work? I don't understand how it works. But why she's not queuing, Parma? Hugo's on cooldown with your basics. This is it for the, the voice of Yamar Khan. Thanks so much for watching. If you made it all the way to here, then um, maybe, you know, odds are that you're going to become a billionaire. So good for you. Nice. These are all uses, not going to lie. Well, if you want to like split pushing, you want to escape death, you can like slide inside of the wall and, you know. 
Bless you and bless your face indeed. Catch you guys on the flip-de-flop. Bye-bye.